Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin and I'm joined by my fabulous wife, Joanne. Hey there, everyone. We're gamers, we're parents, and this is where we're going to talk about both of those. So you know where to find us. You can find us on twitter.com slash kjafterdark, or you could check us out on our Instagram at kj underscore after underscore dark. And if you want to see us in action, we do stream every Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. CST. And the stream is on the YouTube channel at KJ After Dark. Do check us out. Do give us a subscribe, a like, and a comment. And I'd also say that we streamed Borderlands 3 last week. And that's what we're going to be talking about later in the episode, giving our review on that game. So if you want to go check out our gameplay of that, head over to the YouTube channel and you can find it there. That was a lot of fun. I I, I was really liking that game and uh, playing it that day. Mm-hmm. And you could skip right towards the end. That's where the boss fight is. And that's where you get to see the both of us getting more used to the controls and just showing off our skills. And of course, me killing the boss because Kevin died. <laughs> I, I, I knew you were, weren't going to let that one go. <laughs> It's very rare, so I had to like share that part, don't you think? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you, to be honest, you, you earned that one. You, you deserved it. And Borderlands 3 is definitely one of the games that we really enjoyed since Outriders. Don't you think so, Kev? Yeah, I think it's definitely up there with Outriders um, as being as a fun game to play. I know it's one that we've heard of before, but haven't played any of the previous Borderlands games. So definitely enjoyed it check out that stream video you know stay stay tuned to this episode if you want to hear us talk more about it a bit later but mm-hmm. at least before then uh i know we kind of gave the socials did we have anything new on those to, to mention i know we are also talking about starting to post a schedule as far as what we're going to stream mm-hmm. since we are doing like a huge variety of different games I know. and um you know we can kind of put out there what we are planning on doing so if anyone's interested in watching us play any certain games they can at least see that ahead of time yep so we'll we'll start kind of posting a few weeks out on what we are planning to play mm-hmm. so that um that's out there and everybody knows yep that's a good idea kev so here we are at episode number 19. So close to number 20. We are almost there to the big 2-0. I know. I'm so excited. It's like when our kids become 20 in the future and then we'll be like so excited. Don't you think? Yeah. If they aged a year every week, uh, I mean, this is going by pretty fast. I it still, is. I mean, obviously I still feel like we're, we're very new to the whole yes, podcast thing. We are still new. And I still feel like we're kind of a baby in that world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it's been... Gosh, we started in January, so it's been you know, weeks. almost five months. So, um, wow. And then we skipped one or two weeks in there, maybe just one. Maybe just one when you were traveling. But yeah, I'm so excited we're reaching that milestone that would be next week. We got to figure out what we want to plan for it. But 
Besides that, it's the Memorial Day weekend, a three-day weekend for all of us. And Kevin, are you excited? I know I'm excited to have you back here for three days. Yeah, I mean, it's great to have um, the holiday weekend here. Um, you know, make sure you're taking this time to remember anyone who's given their life for their country mm -hmm. and what Memorial Day is being all about. True. Um, you know, the, the extra day off that, that many of us get is just a bonus. So, um, but definitely looking forward to enjoying that. And yeah. Do you have any plans? Oh, uh, well, we are planning a date night between the two of, two of us. Where uh, my parents will take the kids for a while. Thank you, parents. Thank you so much. Parents slash babysitters. So um, really looking forward to that because especially just as parents mm -hmm. now, you know, and with little kids, we don't really get that time away that often. Mm -hmm. and it's something that we definitely took for granted when we didn't have kids yet. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you feel like going out? Sure. Let's go, you know, go someplace and then you know have that date night out but now it's like all right we got a plan for somebody to watch the kids and mm -hmm. not for too long at a time you know and making sure someone else is available to watch you know, to do all that so yeah there's a lot more that goes into it you can't really go off on a whim anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so definitely enjoy it and so thankful for it when we can make that happen and hopefully tomorrow we get to do that so Aww, um, i'm just gonna enjoy it just even just planning it kind of with you and like what we're going to do because it's stuff we don't get to do that often. Mm -hmm. And normally we like plan for a restaurant that we haven't been to because we're like foodies, you know, we love to explore well, yeah, we, new food. Any date night, you have, we have to have like a meal in there. Somewhere yeah. To eat, right? And alcohol. Yeah. But it's just like, that's where, you know, we appreciate the food without having to like feed an extra mouth. So, I yeah. feel like going out to eat with kids. Way different. It's it's different and it's like it's tough it's hard that's true that's true it's so, like they're constantly trying to harass other customers who are eating you know like they'll just walk dro off. dropping stuff or you know all, all kinds of stuff that like the experience of us just going out by ourselves is way different mm -hmm. and we can just enjoy it, each other's company and the food and the service just enjoy the food just you and me kevin <laughs> yeah no i definitely agree which is why i'm just really looking forward to tomorrow so yeah if you are a gamer parent like us you know make sure you uh still make time for stuff like this apart from gaming yep you have your gaming gaming dates and you have your real get out there dates yes yes i agree and since we're so much of a foodie and i know i've asked you this before like off the record but right now i'm going to put you on the spot kevin and ask you what's the most bizarre food that you've ever had like it doesn't have to be disgusting i'm just saying like bizarre like exotic or something different that you've had hmm. in your life i mean a few things come to mind maybe crispy bat wings crispy bat wings wait that's the wow food that i made right yeah, the but world it was of still called crispy bat wings. They're right? called crispy bat wings, but they're made from chicken wings, not bats. <laughs> I like to pretend, and, and oh, they're, you pretend? they're called okay. crispy bat wings, so I'm going to okay. pretend they're bats. But so okay. technically, that's just chicken wings, so maybe that doesn't count. What about fell eggs? Fell eggs and ham. That does not count either. That's well, actually, it it might count. It's actually kind of like green eggs and ham from Doctor Seuss, but it's a devil eggs 
that you use avocado and wasabi to make instead of mayo and mustard you use avocado and wasabi so it was really good it was like greenish devil eggs but it yeah. tasted so good this is good to share because i don't think we talked about this particular dish before mm -hmm. and it was between this and the banana bread were probably my favorites and maybe even like the you know the fell eggs and ham even more but it's just i mean the deviled eggs with the avocado and wasabi yeah is so good and then the ham even that you used is the prosciutto ham the soup, it was so good um i mean those were gone in minutes like you'd you'd make a batch and between me you and, and your mom like any anyone who's over we would just eat them all up in less than I mean, 10 minutes yeah, you no less it. less than five minutes less than five minutes yeah you guys eat it no, faster than another. i could make it <laughs> i like spend like half an hour making it and they just eat it up in less than five minutes <gasps> yeah those those are good so um i think the picture and recipe might be on the instagram yes. um that one's not super recent but it's still there for sure yeah it's, it's a one world. of the best things so if you like cooking and you like deviled eggs definitely maybe try that yeah it's a world of warcraft recipe just in case we forgot to mention it earlier yeah but anyways back to our point here we were talking about weird and bizarre, bizarre foods, foods right? yeah that's one of them i mean it's different it's not but i think weird and bizarre kind of has like a negative um no annotation to it but those are super good um it's like exotic exotic or, yeah exotic foods maybe um yeah. another one which is what i had with you once was bone marrow soup oh yeah that was pretty good i thought i forget exactly where we were somewhere in georgia i want to say but yeah we were um, in georgia Atlanta. i mean it was like i remember like eating it or like i mean i wasn't i wasn't blown away by it but so so for i definitely you, right? didn't didn't get in there on the whole bone marrow thing like i kind of like <laughs> stayed away from that but i think if i remember right it was like one big bone like in the you know at the bottom of the soup bowl mm -hmm. and you could actually get like the bone marrow out of there did it, now, if i forget did you actually try the bone marrow part i did i mean it's i have bone marrow soup all the time back in my homeland but yeah i think part of it is like the only times that like i've actually ever heard people talking about bone marrow is with people with humans right like Medical science related too. or medically related <laughs> so, like when people are talking about like bone marrow i think of like in human bone marrow and stuff so like Ooh. it was weird like eating a dish that had bone marrow but no it's a beef bone marrow so it's they didn't it's, say that well it is from the beef bone trust me but well, it's yeah, supposedly no, I'm sure it was but it's still just kind of it's as a weird spot in my head in asia supposedly the bone marrow soup I think it increases your libido. Yeah, it was like, like it wasn't like a weird like red paste inside the bone. Was that was that accurate or I didn't have any of that part specifically. I just had the soup. Yeah, it's the bone marrow, but okay. yeah, it's supposed to increase libido. I, I don't know if I back that one, but <laughs> you know, I will just let Joanne go with that one. But yeah, bone marrow soup. I didn't really get into the bone marrow part, but that's. Probably one of the more wild things that I've eaten. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up in a household like we didn't really explore very like American style foods and like nothing really. I mean, it was a lot of like eggs and bread and toast, you know, or like bread and toast, same thing. But you know, nothing really that exciting. Or I mean, it was all it was still good food, but it just wasn't anything like wild. Another recent 
um, food that we had that was kind of exotic, kind of bizarre to me was actually the haggis, you know, the one from Scotland that we had. It was right. also part of the WOW cookbook, which was the Iron Forge rations. It supposedly had like the haggis on the top of it, of the bread. And haggis itself contains sheep's heart, liver, and lungs, all mince. So that was what was on top of the bread. Yeah, and Ooh. I don't, I kind of remember the taste. I don't remember like what it's made out of or... Yeah, I didn't tell you what it was made of because I didn't want you to feel like, uh, you know. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want me to eat something and you're like, what's in it is kind of questionable, you're better off just not telling me what but, it but is. But you, you said it was pretty good. I remember you having like a few of them. Like, yeah, everything you make is pretty good. Aw, thank you. But yeah, it was actually sheep's heart, liver, and lungs. It was like all mince up. And then um, you could see it. It's on Instagram as well. It's called Iron Forge Russians, and you can see the picture and the recipe on there. Really good. It's um, from Scotland, so. Yeah, I would have not have expected any of that stuff you just mentioned being there. If you'll excuse <laughs> me one second, I need to go purge myself. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. I don't know, were you with me when we went to that French restaurant? Um, um, there was like escargot being served. That was another bizarre, well, or exotic food, I would say. It's like, I don't remember. I mean, yes, yeah, escargot is probably one of those things that's kind of strange or bizarre that some people were like, no, that's snail. I'm not going anywhere near that. <laughs> or one that people will get more adventurous and try. It's one that I've had before. It's kind of like, eh. I mean, it's not, not crazy about it, but it's not horrible. Yeah, it tastes like oysters, basically. And most recent was also, remember when we went to the barbecue shop in the mall and I got this larvette snack pack. It's like flavored larva. I thought it was like crickets you got or something. Or was and it crickets. Larva? I got two. So I got a pack of crickets and I got a pack of larva. Yeah, which Both. kind of looked like big maggots. Or something. Yeah. Flavored maggots. They had like barbecue flavored maggots and cheese flavored maggots. Don't they just make potato chips or something that... <laughs> you know, like flavor chips, not maggots or larvae or whatever. Did you get to try any? I remember oh, sharing that it. That one I did not did not want to try. Okay, yeah. I think I tried it with our babysitter, the kid's babysitter. But Yeah, as long as you had somebody else to eat it with you, then like, all right, you're good. I'm good. I don't have to eat it. I know. Well, she happened to be a foodie too, so that was fun. But yeah, these are all the bizarre foods we've had. And I know I have a lot more. Um, those are just the ones that I specifically chose from like recent food places with Kevin or... Was there a lot of that kind of stuff in Malaysia? No, the ones I have in Malaysia are way different from this. These ones are from like the Europe ones, like the haggis and escargot and... The larva and stuff is all from here. Um, the one in Malaysia that I have was like sago worms. It's like a bag of worms. No, it's a, a worm from the tree, like a sago tree. You can Google it. It's like ham and eggs. So it really tastes good when you fry them. You could also eat them like raw, but I didn't because I didn't want them to bite my lip. And then there's... Wait, like, what do you mean raw? You mean, like, still alive? Yeah, still alive. You just... Not even, not even just not cooked, but, like, still, like, <laughs> yeah. completely alive. It's like melted butter, apparently. My brother had it. Like, the worm that tastes like, what do you say, eggs and ham. When and you fry them. Butter, butter. And then melted butter. It's like butter a magic worm. Mm-hmm. 
I want the worm that tastes like pizza and hamburgers. Very funny, <laughs> but it's a very yummy worm. It's like as big as your thumb, kind of like really fat and juicy. And it's a tree worm, so it's not like it eats decay or stuff like that. It eats the tree. Now, the only worms I've had are gummy and coated with sugar. <laughs> Those are not real worms. Those are like shaped like worms. As close as I've gotten. That's funny. Anyway, so it's not just in Asia that they have bizarre foods. I mean, it's all over the world, and I just enjoy um, checking out new cultures and exotic food. As yeah. long as it's safe, you know. I feel like for me, like even if I'm at a restaurant where you see something a little more exotic on the menu, like I'm like creature of habit. Like I like my my go to menu items. Like even if I've never been to that place before, if there's something on there like some kind of pasta or like club sandwich or you know just something that like I know I'm I'm going to like and enjoy. Like I usually just go towards that versus something completely different that. I've never had or heard of or something it usually takes somebody else ordering it like for me to try it or like if it's being ordered for the table you yeah. know or like you bring something back it's not like too out there so do share if you have any other exotic yummy dishes that you've had or you want us to try if it's available here so do share it in the comments or in our discord wherever yeah we'll make a point to go and uh, try something and i might kind of promise to try whatever it is depending <laughs> on what it is yes we promise scout's honor yeah scout's honor kevin would do it i'm sure he would <laughs> with joanne's help yes so yeah that was our little conversation starters about our food experience kevin has something to share on the gaming side right yep um so just as a weekly update on what new games are out on game pass this last week uh, we do have Floppy Nights on console, PC, and cloud. Hard Space Shipbreaker on PC. Sniper Elite 5, which I've heard a lot of good stuff about that one, on console and PC. Cricket 22 on PC. And Pac-Man Museum on console, cloud, and PC. Is the Pac-Man Museum kind of like Pac-Man, Pac-Man? I have no idea. I mean, Pac-Man... I thought Pac-Man was usually just like Pac-Man. Um, I don't know what the museum part of that means. I show it should have been released by now, but I wasn't seeing it on our Game Pass yet. So I don't know if there's been a delay or why it's not there yet. But yeah, we'll definitely like take a look at those ones. And Sniper Elite did show co-op, so maybe we'll see if that's something we can play together. Ooh, sure. It looks kind of cool. We also have the video game industry data um, results for April. And we have video game consumer spending in the U.S., saw a decline of 8% when compared to the same time last year, which I think makes sense. I mean, I think, you know, more people were probably inside and played and playing video games this time last year um, than, than this year because of COVID and all of that. Mm. But seeing a little bit of a decline there. We also have the top 10 selling video games for April of this year, both retail and digital. I'll just run through those really quickly. Are Number, you going from 10 or 1? Oh, we're starting from 10 and we're Ooh. working our way to 1. Sure. And what um, you, I usually like to do before I look at this, I try and guess which one's going to be the top selling game for the month, just mm -hmm. based on what I saw and what people were talking about, and then see if I come anywhere close. Um, I would say this is the first month this year where I was completely surprised by. 
And I, I don't know if it's just a target audience thing that the people that I'm talking to are not the people who are buying the number one game this month, but um, we will get there. Let's get through the first nine first, though. So ranked number 10 for April was Pokemon Legends Arceus, which has been on this list for the last few months uh, since it was released. But it looks like this might be the last month where it's on here. It's ranked number 10. So most likely to fall off next month. Ranked 9 was Gran Turismo 7. At 8, we have Mario Kart 8. That is suitable. Number 7, Horizon 2, Forbidden West. I was expecting it to be higher than 7. Yeah, that one. I mean, I think there's a little bit more disappointment in the second game of the Horizon series compared to the first. It was a big, big hit. Um, but anyways, number 6, Call of Duty Vanguard. That one has been on the list for a while. Kind of holding strong. Mm -hmm. Number five, Nintendo Switch Sports, which would probably be Dylan's favorite on I this know. list. Not that he's played the Switch yet, but his love for Wii Sports is still very much alive. Yep. You know, probably. You got to check that out. Over a decade after we first got it ourselves. But I know. Yeah. Um, and there's a video of him playing Nintendo Wii on Instagram. If you do want to check that out, that's yeah. awesome. Rank number four is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I haven't played a Kirby game in forever. Have you ever played a... Well, no. for you, Kirby and, no. and Jigglypuff are the same thing. So. Don't say that. No. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, they look alike. But yeah, I've never played a Kirby game. But Kirby's so cute. We should check it out. Yeah, Kirby was always fun in the Super Smash games. But there are like Kirby standalone games like this one. And they're family friendly they're usually kind of they're kind of fun kirby is a fun character to play as uh rank three we have mlb the show 22 at number two you're getting up there two is elden ring no. knocked down from the number one spot last month yeah and i think it was the number one spot i don't remember if it was february but i know it was march too yeah for a long yeah and um so the number one game for April in sales Jumbles. Okay. Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Ooh. And but, I think that's because it's new, right? I mean, oh. yes, it's new. That's why. Um, I've heard some really good things about it, but I didn't really start hearing about it until it came out as like the number one game for the month. So um, I did hear there's like 400 unlockable characters that you can play as in the game. Which seems insane to me. Like, yeah. that's a lot of characters. Like, they're all a little bit different. And I'm sure some of them are kind of lame. But out of 400, you got to have some pretty fun ones in there, too. So that would... Yeah. I mean, the Lego games, a lot of people like them. That's something that I could see us playing. Especially when Dylan gets around to it a little bit more. But yeah, um, at least a lot of people that I'm talking to haven't really played too many of the Lego games. So that one kind of snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, top 10 selling video games for April. And we're so behind that. I mean, I do want to try Elden Ring. Like, it's been a while. And just waiting for... Yeah, I don't think we've played any of the games on this list. Um, Elden Ring... Waiting for a list. console? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm at the point where maybe we just play it PC. Otherwise, kind of waiting for a, a PS5. Because we are still one of those with... No PS5 I know, so or, or Xbox uh, X or S. So we are uh, still sticking with that PS4 
and playing mostly PC at this point. But Elden mm-hmm. Ring would be a fun one to get into at some point. True. Um, actually, Call of Duty Vanguard is the only one that we have. Yeah, I was going to say that King Kong I am one. a Call of Duty player, so I did play some of that. I still play a lot of Warzone. And then Horizon 2, I believe, is still console only. Yeah, I thought it was, but yeah, we may be wrong. I don't, I don't want to play it on PS4, um, especially as we're still trying to get a PS5. So yeah, maybe if we get a console, we could play it on, but um, haven't gotten into that one yet. And then Mario Kart. I haven't played Mario Kart like since the original. A lot of it are kids' games, I wonder. On Nintendo 64. Gran Turismo is a fun game, but I feel like yeah. we kind of got our money's worth lately out of Forza Horizon. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I say money's worth, but it was know, part, we, of, part of a free. Game Pass, so yeah. we didn't really have to pay anything extra for it. But that kind of like satisfied my game, my racing itch racing. for a while, so I'm not really ready to jump into that one. And then Pokemon Legends, is that one's interesting to me because I fell in love with the original like Pokemon games on like... My Game Boy Color, I think it was, it was probably like in 2000, maybe late 1990s. The uh, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, and that kind of like top-down style where like you're just moving squares, you know, moving around different squares and going through grass and encountering Pokemon and trying to catch them and level them up and learn new ab- abilities and stuff and the way that pokemon games look now it just feels completely different yeah. i think if it if there was like a remake of like the older ones like that would be more fun or entertaining to me and plus True. i don't know like any of the new pokemon i yeah. don't even know rcs what or who that is so i feel like i would be way behind like i'm back to like the pikachu charmander bulbasaur squirtle you know kirby and all those pokemon Kirby, Jigglypuff. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm just teasing you. I, like Mew and Mewtwo, like all those older ones, are the ones that I like. That's like I get to reminisce about that. So, um, but anyways, I know we have a lot to talk about with Borderlands, being that was the game of the week, the mm-hmm. game that we are going to be reviewing, the game that we streamed this last time, and we've been playing ever since. Yeah. So let's go ahead and uh, jump into that. So, Borderlands 3 Game of the Week was free on the Epic Game Store earlier this week. And um, we did mention that when we were streaming it. So, if you were able to pick it up, awesome. If not, it's not free anymore. But at least as of time of recording, it is still 75% off. So, just so that everyone's aware, Epic Game Store is doing a month-long sale Got a few weeks left. This week's free game is Bioshock, but uh, Borderlands 3 was a great free game to pick up there. So we're going to jump into that one. Now, this was our first experience with the Borderlands series, which has been around for a while and has definitely had a good amount of popularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we'll uh, go ahead and, and explain explain the game a little bit, but it is a first-person shooter... Um, you pick a character like at the start of the game, like one of four different characters, and they all kind of have their uniqueness to them, right? There's the um, Beastmaster guy who has like a, he can have different pets. There is the Siren who you picked. Yeah, that's kind me. Of, kind of has like magic abilities, kind of, I'd say, right? Like you kind of have like a slam thing you can do. It's more elemental, if you ask me, don't you think? Okay. The facing, just like I jump in the air and I kind of like slam to the ground. Yeah, and... I've seen you use that one, which is cool. Yeah, okay. I like mine. 
Very cool. And I forget the the name of the guy I chose, but I have like a Your um, operative. Yeah, like a drone that goes around and shoots people, and I can throw mm-hmm. down a shield and um, apparently make like clones of myself and and all that. And then there's another one that gets like a machine suit or something. Well, we're, neither of us are playing as that character, um, but that's one we were looking at. And then you know, like I said, it's a first person shooter, and it's a co op campaign. You know, and right now we're just going along, doing quests, shooting up bad guys, taking down bosses. But there's also a story that we follow along with. And the most part, you know, there's sirens, which are people who have like special powers. And, you know, we you meet a good siren at the early stages of the game. And then there's some bad ones you come across, kind of end up being like the bad guys in the game. You know, and the then Calypso there's, twins. There's like some kind of cult that like follows these Calypso twins, and you're kind of encountering them um, here and there. And you know, it's a neat story between them. And um, what's the the other girl's name that, that we kind of befriend at the beginning? Firehawk. Um, Lilith, right? Her, yeah, her Lilith. Name. And it's I like how they introduce the characters, right? Because yeah. every time you see a character for the first time, like they'll say a line or something, and then it'll like zoom in and like freeze kind of and it's like all dramatic and it shows their name and like their title kind of thing right yeah kind of like a marvel comic thing yeah don't you think? or like, like even in like a lot of higher quality movies they do that kind of stuff where true. it's it's very like light-hearted feel it's fun um it is you know um and it's a pretty the map seems pretty big and you can kind of like go wherever you want and you know you're on one planet and then you get to the point where like you leave that planet in like a spaceship and then you get to explore this spaceship Other planets, yeah. and then you go to get to go to a different planet and, you know the spaceship that you're on is pretty big and then you get to the next planet and like there's a lot more areas to explore and stuff so i don't know mm-hmm. how many planets there are in the game yet we're not really that all that far nope. um, but it, it seems like there's a lot of exploring that you uh-huh. can do you can collect like different vehicles that you unlock you can use those to get around and you know they have weapons on them too so you can kind of fight with them for the most part yeah it is it is a big map in it i mean it's like a freaking galaxy that we're in and exploring planets from planets like you said yeah I mean, we we haven't even I mean, we don't have the time to like explore everything in every game mm-hmm. but i could tell this is one that would take a long time to like explore every nook and cranny of a map of each map right because there's multiple planets we're talking about here Nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, so we're kind of just going through um, getting to experience a lot of the story. Um, quite a few like cut scenes and all that that are in there. What do you think about the graphics? That's something that I wasn't sure about at first. And, you know, I've changed my opinion a little bit. But what do you think about that, Joanne? You change it in a good way or a bad way? In a good way, definitely. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, hey, it looks a bit cartoony. Almost like something that's out from uh, the Marvel comics from the 80s. You know, those kind of sketch-looking drawings or something. But at first, and I was like kind of nervous about being a first-person shooter mode. Because I was used to the third-person shooter mode in The Outriders. But I, I got the hang of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think most games I prefer like the first-person shooter unless it's really important for you to be able to like be aware of your surroundings like in grounded you need to know if there's enemies behind like your left or right or behind you and that kind of thing 
Um, but in this one, you know, I, I think it's great. I like that it's first person, you know, especially because there's a, there's a lot of, um, you know, ranged encounters with all the weaponry. And I feel like it's easier to, you know, hit your targets and everything if you're doing more first person and then the, you know, zooming in or scoping doesn't feel weird. Like when you're in third person and, um, they have to, like it handles that kind of stuff a little bit better when it's first person. Yeah, um, and then and then on the graphics, like what you were kind of talking about, um, but yeah, it kind of feels like you're like it's you know a comic book or something. Yeah. Um, you know, at first, like seeing the gameplay of it, like when I looked up the game, and I was like, eh, I don't think it's for me, because I kind of tend to go more towards the games that have higher quality graphics, and mm-hmm. um, you know, this one it looks very cartoony, uh, but you know, I was like, well, it's it's a AAA game, you know, it's free. Let's, you know, it's a popular game. A lot of people like it. Let's check it out and see what it's all about. And I would say within minutes, like it was already starting to grow on me. Yeah. And I was like, I can, I can get used to this. Um, yes. You know, although it's, it's very like cartoony and everything. And I think one of the problems I had with it, like right away was like, it's, like, you almost like don't know the physics of it kind of seem off. Cause it's like, you don't really know where you can stand or how far away things are, how big things are um, because they're being represented in a way that's like, so abnormal but i kind of got used to it really fast and now i'm actually kind of enjoying how the graphics are come through and how they're how everything is displayed and i'm starting to like appreciate that a little bit more yeah um, so I think that's, it's, that's something that i've changed my opinion on i i think it's really unique like kevin said it grew on us um within minutes mostly because of the storyline i think yeah i think if it, if it was a game that was trying to be more serious it would feel a little bit more, it would feel different, right? Because I think it's, like you said, it kind of has like that fun persona and the characters are always like saying funny, silly things. And the, yes. you know, even like the enemies you encounter, are like or that saying robot. weird things. Oh yeah, or uh, what was his name? Claptrap? Yeah, Claptrap, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. He, he's yeah. the first person you meet, right? And he's already funny. Giving himself all the credit. Yeah, and that, that yeah, like the first mission you do with him is pretty funny yeah um that was that was a good hook into the game and you know his, his character being a part of that and then you meet what lilith and ellie and i'm kind of forgetting i'm bad with names so i'm forgetting all the other ones mm-hmm. um but all the characters are interesting and unique and humorous yes um and it keeps you interested in the game for sure exactly another thing that i like is you're collecting weapons all the time and um, you know, between pistols, shotguns, submachine guns, like assault rifles, snipers, different grenades. Shields. Every, yeah, different shields too, thank you. And at least as far as the weapons go, I feel like I haven't really found two of the exact same weapon. Everything no. seems a little bit different, like it's either a different level or a different damage or have different effects on them, you know, and, and it's not just like, oh does more damage or this one shoots faster you know or this one can carry more ammo or something like that but but the a lot of the effects are different like oh it shoots two or three or four bullets at a time instead of one or it can also switch into a shotgun you know or bullets ricochet or you know things like that aren't in every other game or there's even some where like when you reload the gun instead of just reloading it you throw the gun and it explodes and then you like materialize a new gun in your hand I know, that and, that, cool. and it has like full ammo so 
like that's that's how you reload but then you can also like throw your gun and it does damage to somebody while mm-hmm. you're reloading so like that's i've never seen a game do anything besides just oh you reload the gun yeah um so stuff like that was interesting or like there's ones where you know how it'll like freeze has like a freezing element um so it'll freeze your enemies or or burn your enemies yeah so i feel like they get really creative and like finding all giving you all kinds of different weapons to come across and use Mm -hmm. and like no two weapons have seemed exactly the same so far yeah they all look different and even like some like when you're aiming down sights it puts like a little shield up kind of around your head so you know, it blocks some incoming fire that way. So, like, that's, again, something that they got really creative about. That's why, you know, everything's, like, supposedly customized. <laughs> like, oh, the yeah, cyclone. Maybe. Oh, is yeah, a vehicle that's basically, like, a wheel? That, yeah. And you're oh. sitting, like, inside of it, and it has, like, these mounted guns on it? Mm-hmm. So, that's cool. It's, it's, it's not just a car, which they could have yeah. done. So. I think they were pretty imaginative. Yeah, at least like the first planet was very Mad Max feeling. You feel like these outlaws are kind of going around just collecting whatever valuables they can and mm-hmm. people stealing from each other and like just groups of people just trying to get by. And the current planet we're in is more like city-like or high At least like it was. I mean, it yeah. looks like a city and everything, but like there's no civilians or anything it's just like mm-hmm. the, the you know psychos or cult or whatever they're children they're of called. the vault they're called children of the vault yeah they're they're everywhere there's <laughs> a lot of them yeah they're the followers of the um the twins the yeah. calypso, calypso twins. twins and another thing that i want to mention about what they did in this game that was really good in my opinion is the voice acting i mean like i feel like every character has like a very distinct voice or personality that you know like even when you haven't seen them you kind of like them just by listening to them and i i have to be honest here i kind of like how the calypso twins tyrene one of them sounded like really she's very very enthusiastic and likes to talk a lot yeah Exactly, Which she is, is not always a good combination. Yeah, and I, I could see how some people might be annoyed by that character, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, I think she keeps it interesting, and she'll like talk over like while you're fighting enemies and stuff, right? Like she's yeah. kind of like as if it's like a broadcasting. Yeah, they are broadcasting. It's a live broadcast. <laughs> a live stream. I'm glad that you mentioned the voice acting because that's not something that I normally like pay a lot of attention to or like i mean i know it's in there and everything but i don't like think about whether it's good or bad voice acting i kind of forget that that's part of the quality of the game and but yeah i definitely second that a lot of the characters kind of feel very different from each other and like have their own uniqueness or personality to them right between there's a claptrap he's a humorous <laughs> like one like kind of always getting in trouble uh-huh. you like have to like help or save yeah yeah, and then, you know, there's uh, Ellie. She has, like, a southern accent, right? She does. You can't help but, like, like her. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, not really afraid of anybody, seems like. And then, uh, and then even the characters that we're playing as, like, they will talk to people or say things, too. So, like, even though we're not an NPC, but you know, they have, like, designated lines for them to say at certain points. So, like, it kind of feels like our character, we're still a part of it, and we're not just, oh, player one and player two in this world, you know? 
I kind of like my character in Outriders more because she's more like serious and everything. But I think Outriders was a lot more like story driven and like mm. remember there was tons of cinematics in that game that right? you didn't so, skip. No, I don't skip. Yeah, I don't skip the cinematics. But so like that gave you a lot of time to like see your character interacting with other people and developing that story a little bit more. And I mean, in this one, we haven't seen our own characters at all right like outside of like the you know the screen when you're about to start the game yeah like there's no cinematic where it shows our characters um doing anything or interacting with any i think the only only cinematics it's like about other people about lilith or the twins <laughs> yeah that's a big difference yeah yeah Hopefully. so we talked about a lot of the things that we've liked about the game yeah is there anything that you don't like about it inventory space oh my goodness there's like for for how much loot yeah, they, they give you a lot of loot. A lot of loot. And like, yeah, you, you can I mean you can hold a lot of stuff. To be honest, like it seems like the inventory space you can hold a lot, but it's just they're constantly like everything every box you open like has a weapon or a grenade or a shield and like that all takes up one inventory slot. And you know, you can what start off maybe holding something like 15 10 to I think 15, 15 yeah somewhere in there i don't know exactly so like that's that sounds like a lot if you hold 15 weapons like that that's a lot but no 15 items not 15 yeah weapons. but i mean i'm saying like if you had zero grenades or shields you could technically hold like all weapons yeah and that seems like a lot but you get so many like so many things dropped that you have to pick and choose what you want to take with you no and i can't pick and choose in the midst of battle i think maybe if honestly if Items was just a little bit more rare, but like they still sold for more. Like maybe that would be better or worth it. Yeah. Um. Really, because you're just picking up everything you can, and then when your inventory is full, you're trying to either you know drop stuff that's not that valuable, or wait until you find a shop and then you can sell everything that you don't need. You know, all the garbage to free up space and make a little bit of money. Yeah. So that's one thing I'm like. What about you? Do you have anything that you dislike about the game? Yeah, so the the inventory thing is a, a small thing. I don't think that that's that yeah, it's bad. A small thing. I mean, um, still worth mentioning. Outriders was nice because we never had to worry about that. But the only other thing besides that is I noticed it kind of right off the bat. There are way too many things to loot in this game. I mean, when when you kill enemies, they'll drop stuff. But then there's also boxes and mailboxes and lockers and chests and even like little pile of bones and stuff that you like you can loot like everything. And it's kind of overwhelming because like, you know, again, I kind of said I'm the player that does not like to be wasteful at all. And I try and like grab everything and pick up everything and make sure I'm looting everything because I don't want to miss anything, you know, and it's just like ugh, it takes forever like trying to go from every box to make sure i'm looting everything i don't know i don't know how you kind of feel about that one or if you're kind of doing the same thing i know i'll kind of run ahead and just try and like loot everything as fast as i can i know i try to like loot before you the best thing to loot is money <laughs> yeah I and mean, that doesn't take up any inventory space know. you know weapons are nice to find in loot boxes too as long as you can still carry them but it just it seems like it's too time consuming like they mean to make less of them but have them may have more stuff in them i know right anything but, else that you don't like about the game no i think that was it but i mean i did remember something else that i do like about it 
think we're After going back to the positive, sorry here. Okay, no so, problem. I like how fluid the movement is in the game. Um, you know, like you can move back and forth very quickly. Yeah. And and smoothly. You know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it takes a long time to get anywhere because your character moved quite fast. Yeah. You know, even like the sliding is cool because you actually slide like a good distance. Yeah, I see you slide a lot. <laughs> I like rarely slide. Yeah, because I'm used to playing Warzone with slide canceling and gotcha. all of that. And I don't know, just... I like jumping more and I yeah, feel and like the, you yeah, can jump. You can, like, you can jump like pretty far and high, right? I like, know. I'm just thinking like maybe it's because we're on a different planet. It's not Earth. So maybe there's oh, less maybe the gravity, gravity is different. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think about that kind of stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like my character's like sprinting everywhere I go, which is cool because I can just like, we can breeze through everything and, you know, get from one room to the next really quickly. Yeah, and we could fast travel too, so that really helps. Yeah, though that's required just because the the map's pretty big. Mm-hmm. So. Anyways, um, did we miss anything or should we hop into the ratings? Let's hop to the ratings where it's fun. All right, as always, I am going to make you go first into each okay. category. So first category of convenience, what do you think? I think it's very convenient. I think it's convenient because, number one, you could fast travel even though the map is big. And then number two, wherever you stop at, that's where um, it auto-saves and pretty easy. Number three, I think it's also kind of like a lot of safe spots for you to go AFK versus like when we were playing Back for Blood where everything just respawns right behind you. This was pretty convenient for me. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Okay. Um, so on convenience, I think I'm with you there. Um, I actually wrote down a 9 as well. <gasps> You're copying no, me. No, I wrote it down first. So no copying being done here. <laughs> um, like you said, yeah, I feel like enemies don't really seem to wander around a lot. So like, mm -hmm. if you're in a safe place, that should continue being a safe place. Also, the game seems to like constantly autosave. So like, you can kind of just leave, you know, end the game wherever you are. And then next time you hop back in, you should be in the exact same spot. I guess the only thing on the convenience is that it's, it doesn't like a story driven game like this. It's usually not one that's ideally to like hop in for like 10, 15 minutes and then hop out. It just kind of feels weird doing that with these kinds of games. I'd rather do like Call of Duty or Halo or Among Us or something where you can hop in for like a game or two and then hop back out. Um, this is, but you know, everything else that I'm saying kind of drives a higher amount of convenience. So that's kind of why I still give it high score. Uh -huh. What about on communication, Joanne? Communication. I feel like we talk about it in game and out of game a lot. So I would give it a seven. Seven. Okay. Um, any details to add there? Well, outside the game, it's normally like we talk about it because it's fun and it's very good for gamer couples or gamer parents who want to have something else to talk about apart from your children and your sure. daily boring lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, this game is really fun. And then um, in-game, I don't think it's that necessary. I mean, even if you want to play it like as a solo player game, um, it would work. I think together it makes it fun. So there's not a necessity, but always a good option to have. 
Yeah, I think, um, so I'll, I'll start off by saying I also gave a <gasps> 7 on communication. Oh my gosh, this is the second time he's so, copying me. I know, it seems like I'm copying you, but maybe <laughs> we are just that much in tune. Like, if we if we have the exact same ratings for this whole thing, then that might be a little fishy. But, um, yeah, I think we're on the same page on a lot of the stuff as far as the communication goes. As far as, like, playing it, I think a lot of our communication comes down to like okay let's go this way follow me you know this is the right way we're going there's not a whole lot of like strategizing between like oh you you hold them off here i'll go around the other side or you know pointing out like which enemies to go for first or that kind of thing so because it's not too difficult of a game in that way so far you know a lot of the communication is around like talking about the story or like you know, if there's like a, a twist in the story or something and we'll talk about it or like about these characters or what we think about them or, you know, or like a cool weapon we found where it's like, oh, check out this weapon I just got, you know, or that kind of thing. Or like, oh, I just found a super high item level weapon and we'll like talk about the items that we're getting and stuff, Yeah, um, which is not like required communication for us. It's just talking because we want to. Yeah, I mean, but we still still, still definitely gets us talking. There's so much to talk about. So, there's a lot going on, and it keeps our attention, and it, that kind of keeps us talking. The next one is story. Joanna, what do you got? The story is pretty good so far. You know, I usually get bored of like lame stories, but this is something that I've kind of been really interested in, and kind of trying to figure out what this vault is that we're all hunting for. And yeah, I don't know what's in it. I know it's got to be something good, right? We're taking whatever is inside. But yeah, story-wise, I'm giving it a seven. Seven, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're finally not in sync here. I I gave it a nine for the story. Oh, really? I mean, at least as far as all the games we played so far, um, you know, I think maybe like Outriders is probably one of the ones who had, you know, a really good story as well. Um, I feel like so far it's kind of par with that one, you know, and I feel like that's that's a main part of why we're enjoying it. I think like the the weapon variety and, you know, the level design and everything and then the story are kind of like the main things that are kind of keeping me hooked in. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm really appreciating the game with a good story right now. So, yeah, it got it got a nine for me. Well, quite close. Just two points away. Yeah. Mm. What about on repeatability? Hmm. I'm not sure right now since we're trying to complete the story. Um, it seems pretty repeatable to me, but I don't know if I'll redo it. I'll probably, even if I do redo it, I'll try like, I'm dying to find out about the Beastmaster and the Gunner class. So, because I've seen you play the operative class and i'm doing the siren class i might just repeat it just to see you know how the other two characters are just out of curiosity and especially since we know the gameplay probably fun to repeat it this is hard i want to copy you now i'll give it um a repeatability of seven seven okay I gave it an eight for repeatability Ooh, i almost choose eight but yeah. i'm like eh. And that's because well, one, it's it's a fun game. It got got me kind of hooked. And there's four different classes you could play. So, I mean, we're we have two of them covered now. So yeah, I mean, technically, we said. could say like, hey, <laughs> let's play through it again, and we'll play the other two characters. I know. 
and you know see what they're all about um and not only that but each character has like three different like talent trees skill I'll call trees them. You know, yeah. skill trees that you can like build down and they all all three like seem very different at least the ones that i've seen so far mm. you know so like not not only are there the four different classes but there's the different like skill paths you can take which would make them feel a bit different too. Mm-hmm. That is true. I forgot about the skill trees. Yeah, I mean, and you could you could play through the game like going more like long range sniper play styles, or you know close range shotguns and that yeah. kind of thing, or like however whatever feels good to you. And you can change that up with other playthroughs. You know, mm-hmm. play different classes. Um, so I think the repeatability is pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Yep. What about on fun? Last category. Oh, it is pretty fun. I mean, I would say it's as fun as Outriders or Final Fantasy. Um, uh, I I, th- I do think the combat is more fun than in Outriders. What? Um, it was more like engage. This one's more engaging. I feel like like there's more enemies that come at you at a time, and the the enemies will like talk to you kind of like they'll like bicker back and forth or they'll like say stuff to you or like the the boss of that area will like be you know broadcasting something out at the same time i like the first boss fight if that's what you mean (laughs) yeah whereas like outriders was more like oh here's an enemy running at me let's shoot them until they're dead and i don't know i like my outriders power too so i would i would put them on par yeah, um, that, that's true. I think the like skills and abilities and spells and all of that in Outriders were a lot funner to use and you know cooler to look at than in Borderlands. Definitely, yeah. yeah and technically, that, because I have that siren power, which kind of remind me of like one of the Outriders um, skills, you know. So it's like sure. you're doing what you call it magic, as you call it, and or abilities and guns so it's like kind of similar that way yeah sure so i i'm gonna put the fun at 10 10 i know and then a 10 for fun okay um i'm giving it a nine for fun mm. you know is this I, because of the dislikes the looting and the inventory space <laughs> yeah i mean i think if they fix those two things for me this yeah, it would it would probably get a ten if if those two things were different. You know, I, I have a hard time giving out tens just because it means that there's nothing wrong with it. Not really. So I just feel like those dislikes of mine are just not. It's it's a minor dislike. Like it wouldn't really affect how. Sure. When I rate yeah. it, but I respect you. Ten and nine is quite close. And nine is still really good. So yeah, so I bet we're like one point away from another or two. Yeah, so what was your total, do you know? No. I, I will add counting. it up for you. <laughs> you got a total of 40. Woohoo! And my total was 42. I knew it. Yep, so we were pretty close there. And that's both of those are pretty high scores. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe Outriders, Lost Ark, we're kind of up there. I believe those two games were one of the higher rated ones that we've done so far. This adds another one to the list. I'm glad that we decided to do this one. Thank you, Epic Games, for making it free (laughs) so we could do this, you know, without breaking the bank, because there are two of us and two PCs, (laughs) and 
double the price of everything, but double yeah. the price of free is still free. <laughs> yeah. So that, that worked out. Although, that being said, we are done with our ratings for Borderlands 3, although I don't know if I'm done playing it. Yeah, we're not done playing it. Done I want to finish it. I want to reach end game. So. Yeah, so how about that? You want to play some Borderlands 3? Go play. All right. Well, that means we have to close this one up. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Yes. Hope you enjoyed us talking about Borderlands 3. If you want to watch our gameplay, that's over on YouTube. And we will catch you all in the next one. See ya. Bye.